Welcome to the Magic on the Inside podcast by the Sisters Enchanted, where we chat magic, hot topics, personal development, and good old-fashioned life. Brew up something delicious and sit with us for a spell. (laughs) Welcome to this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast. I'm Sarah. My name is Sarah. And I am the founder of the Sisters Enchanted, and this is... I'm Anna. She's the co-founder of the Sisters Enchanted. And together we are the Sisters Sisters Enchanted. Enchanted. (laughs) Could we be any more enthusiastic? I think that... I don't know what I think that... There's something going on energetically... Well, firstly, we're in a waning moon period. Waning. The waning moon. Waning. Waning moon. And I'm never my best self in a waning moon. Like, literally never. When are you your best self? I don't know. That's such a good question. So today's topic, let's just get into this. It's how to make time for yourself, which we're going to talk about. But I will say, because we always start with a little bit of sideshow banter. Uh, that no, we don't. And Anna's point to me is, when am I my best self? That's a great question, because I am having some medical stuff go on, which I'm sure is fine and is nothing. But I'm having some digestive stuff happening. Like, my blood count numbers are not, not right. And between medical stuff and then my own hormonal cycle and the moon cycle... There is literally like maybe four days in a month that I feel like a regular human. The rest of the time, I do not. This has been going on for a few months. So to say, I just got so emotional. Well, don't do that. I'm gonna be fine. I have to go. I think I have to go get a colonoscopy and also like a in down the throat scope. And then up the butt scope. That's a colonoscopy. <laughs> I know. I just had to add it. <laughs> I couldn't not because oh I'm like a five-year-old. Anyway, the waning moon is not good to me, but neither is most of the time so, these days. So I'm just really feeling like I could take a nap right now. But this is one of the things we're talking about today is how to make time for yourself. Yes. Yes. So, Anna. Sarah. If you think about your own life and making time for yourself, do you feel like you're good at that or not good at it? I'm going to say that right now my life is not my own. Okay. Well, (laughs) would you say that your life is an animal crossing island? I love a good animal crossing island. That's my time to myself. That's where I was going with that. Yeah. I'm usually <laughs> with a small child on me, but it's, like, the one thing that I can, like, really do that is a little bit mindless, takes out the stress of my day, and I can do that whilst having a baby rest with me because he won't rest. I don't play Animal Unless Crossing. he's being held. Anna and our younger sister, Megan, they play together, and I don't. So it's, like, this thing that I'm not in the loop on. But I hear about enough to know that things like Animal Crossing Islands exist. Yeah. I, um, at one time, Chad, 
was saying, that's my husband, for those who don't know, Chad. <laughs> and he thought that I should be a video game streamer. And I was like, mm, have you seen my podcasting skills? Oh. And, like, all I play is Animal Crossing. Well, no, I mean, I, yes, yes. But there, Animal Crossing is a high demand to watch people play Animal Crossing. And my island's quite pretty, I think. But, you know, that's just me. Um, but I also play some Skyrim, some Elder Scrolls. I also started Minecrafting. That could be fun. So if anybody wants any to watch me play video games, you know, just let me know. My kids have this <laughs> Yoshi's World game from the Nintendo. What is it? Oh, Yoshi's World. That, yeah, they've only, they're little. They don't play that. Cause they, don't, they can't just, like, sit down and play a video game. But I um. I mean, I guess there's a lot of kids their age that could, but I don't play video games, so they don't have that kind of, like, they don't have that kind of modeling (laughs) to know how to do it. But I could dig some Yoshi's World, I feel like, if I were to sit down and play a game, which I don't. So that's how you find time to yourself. We should play a game together, like Mortal Kombat. (laughs) We could each wear some gaming headphones and drink a margarita, and we could stream it for fun, for funsies. I would be ridiculous. Yeah, it would be great. (laughs) It would be so good. It would be so good. What's happening? It's going to be saving. Get over here. It would be great. You should do it. I can't even turn on the Nintendo, like the new, oh my gosh, I almost called it a Nintendo 64. It's not. It's a Nintendo Switch. (laughs) I know. I have to FaceTime Anna and Chad to like figure it every time. And then there's going to be the Nintendo conference coming up soon, the E3. What? And there's rumors of a new Switch. Well, that's not good, because I never figured out the old That's Switch. supposed to be better than the current Switch. <laughs> I've, I've rumors. Time, I get on it, and I'm like, this doesn't seem right. I don't know what's happening. I have to FaceTime Anna and Chad, and Chad's like, Sarah, did you even try? And I was like, yes. Did you try three times? And I couldn't get it, so we're FaceTiming you. They once had to drive to my house, because I was that stuck. No, we something. had to drive to your house, because your daughter was playing Pokemon. Which one is that? Let's go Eevee. Let's go Eevee. I still don't understand that game. And like, what is the point? <laughs> Your daughter was stuck in a city and like didn't know what to do. And Chad's like, you just keep going. I was like, like to where? <laughs> you just keep going. I see Animal Crossing. See, this is not good because I had made time for myself. And for those of you who play Animal Crossing, I was all of a sudden feeling really confident. And I was living wild and free with letting my villagers move out when I asked. And it's the last time I'm ever going to ask for your advice on Animal Crossing, Sarah. I sent her a picture of one of my villagers, which she cares for nothing about. She just doesn't care, which has become abundantly clear to me. (laughs) I sent her a picture of one of my villagers who is like, was my favorite villager. And he had asked to move like six times and I kept telling him no. And this last time there was nobody there for me to talk to, so... Like, my sister Megan wasn't around, and Chad wasn't home, and my nine-year-old wasn't home to talk me out of it, because he doesn't like it when anybody moves. So I sent Mr. a picture of my favorite villager and said, he's asking to move. What should I do? And she went, well, he's a smug duck. Kick him out of here. And I was like, (laughs) and then I did, and I haven't been right since. I, like, log in, and this, like, despair rolls in on me. I don't understand. Because Quilson's gone. 
he was I, I hated him. Duck named Quilson. Yeah, he, he was my a spot on your island. He was my first camper and you have to take the first camper and I was so mad that he was my first camper and then he became my beloved Quilson and now he's gone. And now I'm drafting an art piece in his likeness to fill the Quilson sized hole in my heart. Part of me just died listening to that. Like a part of me literally will never recover from listening to that. It's just, I feel like it was a significant part of me too. Pool of emotion. Sig- this a, sig- smug duck. a significant part of me just died listening to this and the artistic rendering. Oh my gosh. Damn. Oh my gosh. There's something in my eye. I think it's I think it's the piece of my soul is trying to escape right now. It's in my eye and it's burning. Granted, I was doing art time with my nine year old and we were all thinking of something to draw. <laughs> and that they were like, draw Quilson. And I was like, Okay, oh I'm a Draw Wilson, so that's you. why. All right. So they're, they were drawing Pokemon. They're developing okay. new Pokemon. I did see that. That yes. looks like a good, you're, he was doing a, a bang-up job at that. Yes, yes. so I <sighs> do not make new Pokemon, uh-huh. so I drew Wilson. Well, it is a, <laughs> just ignoring all this, like I literally have no words. It is a common thing that happens here at the Sisters Enchanted in our community where women sign up for classes, programs, things. Oh, and, and then they're like, time. I don't have time for my life. What do I do? Yes. I'm like, listen, you're right. But I do have some tips for you on how to find time for yourself. So if you're like Anna, you can play Animal Crossing <laughs> and then make an artistic mo- rendering. Yeah. Memorabilia for the characters that leave you. No, I'm probably being judged hard because Quilson's like, nobody likes Quilson. Well, I am judging you, and I don't even know Colson. I like Colson. Well, so, okay, let's go through this. How to make time for yourself <laughs> without Animal Crossing. Because I struggle with this also. So as the uh, the sort of head magic maker at the Sisters Enchanted, a lot of stuff relies on me here. And then I've got two younger kids, and we are we. it's our plan to homeschool them. Because we want um, travel location freedom. And my kids have some differences that I would just love to not have to, like, tamp them down. So we, you know, I have that going on. And I'm the primary person for that. And so I get it. There, It's hard to find time for yourself. But we have some tips of things to help you do that. How to find time for yourself. And this is timely because we have our Expedition to Seoul program happening and it's right around the corner and uh this can help you so if you're already registered for that like take some of this in because inevitably like day two we'll get the posts start coming in i signed up and i haven't had any time no one will leave me alone so here's some um hopefully this stuff some ideas here to help you out all right so the first tip there's five tips you want to listen to all five the first one is kind of a hard shadow worky thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm dropping the hard truth bomb on you to start out with, and then they get more fun. Number five is the most fun one. Number one's the least fun one. Here it goes. You have to stop expecting that somebody else will give you time for yourself. Nobody in your life, this is such hard truth. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm staring at you. Nobody in your life cares that you want time for yourself. I'm just kidding. Maybe somebody does. Nobody <laughs> cares about Quilson. <laughs> like, of course, I care if Anna says, I want time for myself. Or if my husband said, I need some time for myself. Of course, I care. Like, I love them. I care. But it's nobody's, we are all, everybody feels the same way. 
Like everybody feels like I don't have time for myself. So then when we walk around saying, I don't have time for myself, it is unlikely that somebody in your life is just going to be like, well, hot damn, I didn't know that was the case. Let's rectify that right now. And then just like clear your schedule on a Saturday so you can do what you want. Chances are that's not happening. You probably have some like pets, parents, aging relatives, children, plants, pets, uh, parents. spouse. I don't know. You got somebody <laughs> that you're taking care of, most likely. And or you're just yourself or you have job responsibilities. There are things that are happening that feel like if you don't do them, you're going to get farther behind, thus ma- like making the time for yourself not worth it. Well, I think we feel like that a lot. Uh, whatever it is, but you've really got to drop the expectation that somebody else is going to gift you time for yourself on a silver platter because it's most likely not happening unless you like really advocate and ask for it, which you can do, but that's you advocating and asking for it. That's not somebody else just like clearing the day for you. Now, uh, you can work towards having that happen where you work out a system you know, like the third Saturday of every month, nobody's to ask, right? But that's because you've advocated for yourself along the way. So the first step to finding time for yourself is to stop expecting somebody to give it to you because it's it's not going to happen. You've really got to take uh, the control for yourself to make it happen. I was reading it pop up. Yeah. The second (laughs) thing is to be intentional with your everyday life. Be really intentional with your everyday life to find time for yourself. So if you are just willy-nilly going through life, you're just like saying yes to everything that anybody asks of you. You are uh, not like taking care of your body. So your body is tired and hurts frequently. So then instead of spending time doing something that you want to do for yourself, you're like spending time not feeling well or uh, like sleeping 12 hours because you're, you know, you drank like a whole bottle of tequila the night before. I don't know. <laughs> but be intentional with your everyday and really start to recognize where your time is going. An example of that for me is uh, the time that I spend in the morning. So I wake up uh, usually wrapped up in bed with my little kids and I will just lay in bed for up to 90 minutes like waiting for them to get up because I don't want to disturb them or something or I don't want anybody else to wake up. But that 90 minutes for me, like I'm awake. I'm not, they didn't, I'm just, I wake up early. And I'm just laying there. Like That is prime time and it's not being very intentionally used. Or another example for me would be like grocery shopping. So that's <laughs> something that I will outsource every day of the week, make a list for somebody else to go. I will order groceries to be delivered. I will like get a meal. So I will do whatever I have to do to not spend time grocery shopping because my calendar is so packed. I have to be really intentional with where my time goes. I also don't say yes to much. Like if people invite me to events or to do things, um, any kinds of outings, I'm really intentional about what I say yes to because I know that my time is so, uh, it's so um, not available right? And time is your one non-renewable resource. It goes and it goes. So Anna, being more intentional with your days, that's our number two before we get on to the next one. What does that, has has there been something when you look at your day in terms of being intentional with where your time goes Mm. to find time for yourself? Like how has that worked or how can you think of something in your life? I just intentionally put all of your tarot cards right side up. Oh, good. Because I do that. Um, I'm with you. My mornings are 
are not utilized 100%. And um, I do sleep in abundance. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I am sleepy, um, especially now, like allergy season. I just want to sleep all the time because just like my whole face feels tired. Um, but I do sleep a lot and getting up in the morning is not my favorite thing to do um, this morning specifically. Sarah and I decided to work early together, and I had to have an alarm clock set yeah. for six, and, and then me six all ten. These gifts, like, go on without me, and, like, <laughs> dragging people. No, there. I had to set, like, ten alarms because apparently I have an alarm that goes off in my room every day, and I didn't know <laughs> because I, I don't sleep. Have that problem. I wake up at 5 a.m. every day wide awake. I sleep through like the a alarm. Bunny. <laughs> and I also fall asleep usually on the couch like super early too. <laughs> so I sleep a lot. Um, I like to sleep. Sleep is good. Um, but I okay. Like if you like to sleep, you like to sleep. But yeah. then the time that you are awake, being right. intentional with well, that's that what time. I mean. I usually like I, if I wake up at like 7, for instance. Um, it's usually about the time that I would wake up. Um, we don't like have any hustle. Like we get up, we have like the same routine, but then what it gets to be like all of a sudden eight 30 and everybody's like scrambling to get ready for their day. And it's like, we could have probably woken up at six and just given ourselves just a little bit of time, mm-hmm. or we could have moved more intentionally in our morning to make space so that we weren't hustling out the door. And I too, you know, I have expressed the struggles that I have with my now seven-month-old who doesn't like to be anywhere but in the arms of somebody and how that's been a struggle because putting him down has been, like, really hard. So there isn't, like, a lot of time and mm-hmm. a lot of my day is wasted because I'm not moving and I'm well, having... snuggles, you'll never get back. That is true. Waste. It's not a waste. That's true. And I do know one day it won't be this way. So I am using a lot of my time for that one-on-one um, time. But if you uh, know that's going to be what your day is going to consist of, then being intentional yes. with that little bit of time you do are able to find. Yes, so. which I just carved out more because, like Sarah said, nobody's going to give me time. So I had to actually ask for some outside assistance, which is coming in just a couple hours, like two nights a week, like literally just like two hours a couple nights a week, where I can intentionally either forward face here for work or intentionally fold my laundry because my laundry chair has become a problem. It's like now a laundry half of a room and my room's quite large. So I mean, it needs to be. Your room is quite large. It is quite large. It needs to be tidied up a bit. Uh, But for me, yeah, I need to find that time to even just like get out for a few minutes of the day because I'm so stuck inside. I'm so stuck Mm -hmm. really from this whole um, I got pregnant, the pandemic hit. Yeah. Um, and then just living in this world of like not leaving your house because I was afraid because I was pregnant and then having a baby during a pandemic time. Mm-hmm. And I haven't had like a lot of time to get out. And I have a lot of stress that comes with me when somebody does try to get me out. Uh, because I am fearful. So I haven't taken a lot of time. I'm kind of in like hermit mode. And if you've been around here for any length of time, you are aware that I was already in hermit mode. <laughs> and now I'm like even more in hermit mode. I've become yeah. almost set 
in a way where I'm not living intentionally. And my days are kind of melding together. See, it's what happens. One must live intentionally. Yes. And so like me. One must live with intention. (laughs) We must live intentionally. So... See, I like that, that you just noticed that you're not living very intentionally. So no, like my days are flying by. Yeah. So, okay. So the first thing, don't expect somebody else to hand you time for yourself. Second, live intentionally. Start to ask, where is my time going? And that, that, that doesn't mean, like, you do that so you don't have to fill your time. I think when I say that, it can be misconstrued as live intentionally so you can do more. No, live intentionally so you can do less. Mm-hmm. Like I very, I'm super intentional with my time so that I don't have to work 50 hours a week so that I can travel around in my camper with my family. Um, and so that the things that I value get done, that doesn't mean I do everything. Like we joke about my house being messy. <laughs> well, part of that though, is because I'm intentional with my time. So of course we don't live in filth. Like my house is like, it's like dirt clean, you know, it's not like dirty, but there's clutter and there's like never ending projects that aren't done. But we're very intentional. So we look and we say, well, what's more important right now? Is it having this this adventure time? Is it having this time to read this book, to do this like journaling, to go on this hike? Or is it more important to like get stuff done that at the end of the day, I won't get that time back? And so for us, mm-hmm. it's being intentional with where our time is going, knowing that there is a give and take with that. So one, don't expect somebody to give you time to be intentional with the time that you have. The third thing is start to understand your energy cycles. So we do this uh, at the Sisters Enchanted both by looking at moon cycles and then also by understanding our own energy patterns and where we might be in resistance to the seasons around us uh, and and just understanding like times of the day that work for you. So we started at the top of this. I shared a little bit that, that I've had some funky energy going on lately as related to some stuff happening with me. But what I've determined is that I am still on fire in the morning. So from like 5 a.m. to like 12.31, I am functioning my highest self for the most part. After 1 p.m., I mean, it's like, a, it's probably a 70, 30, 70% chance that I am going to stop paying attention, be take three hours to do something that should take me 30 minutes to do. Mm-hmm. And it's just not gonna be good for anybody. So when I to find time for myself, I don't try to, like I would find that time for myself in that afternoon time when it's not, like I showing up for work is not gonna be helpful for me at that point in time. And I know not everybody has that luxury though, right? Like if you work a nine to five job or something, you gotta right. be at work when you gotta be at work. But the, if you can, if you have any control over your job or over work hours, or the t- if you do work at a job where your tasks are, you have to work certain days, Maybe you can front load certain tasks when you first get to work rather than getting in and just like doing the dawdly stuff, do the hard stuff so that in the afternoon you have more breathing space, you're more relaxed when you go home. So start to pay attention to your energy cycles in the day too. And you'll find time for yourself in that because you won't be trying to fight and like swim upstream to get the stuff done that you have to get done. Right. I will say that I do the times in my life where I have gotten up at like five in the morning that I actually do bust through work with like a super clear head. Like my, and I have a really foggy head most of the time. Um, at, like at 5 a.m., like at 5 a.m. to like 9 a.m. crunch time of work, I have like the clearest head. Oh, and I have the best days after that because I yeah. feel like I got so much done. I just day. have to get up. <laughs> <laughs> but granted, 
Um, I, I was just saying how we, I just decided that I wasn't living very intentionally, but then I'm thinking, and I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to talk baby talk again for one more moment. And I know not everybody likes this kind of talk. Um, but I will say that I am in my own way living intentionally in this moment, because as a lot of, you know, my, my first, um, my firstborn is going to be 10 this year. And when I had him, I got called back into work quickly after having him. You know, I had the intention to have um, this many weeks off. I had had a C-section, so there was a certain amount of time that, like, would be expected to take off. I got called back very early from that time. I didn't get that time. Um, And I immediately got put back onto full-time and all closing shifts, so from, like, 11 to 7, Uh, And I had to have a lot of help from parents to help me raise him. Mm -hmm. And that help came in forms of help that I didn't, I didn't want, like I want, I needed that help, but they didn't do the things that I wanted, Mm -hmm. you know, and they weren't listening to me. And a lot of things were happening in his raising that were things that I was like, this is not how I want it to happen. And nobody cared. And they were like, we're, your, we're the grandparents. We don't have to ask your permission. And I'd be like, well, you do. But they never did. And yeah. it's always been like a struggle. And and I had tried breastfeeding, didn't, because I didn't have the support. I didn't know at the time uh, how to make that happen. So that was really taken away from me, that first experience of having a child and raising them the way that you intended to and having that look a lot different. Now that I've had Riker, I am actually living with the intention that I had had for Jacob many years ago, that I am being yeah. attentive. I am completing, completing. I am in a breastfeeding journey. I am in a. Yeah, I mean, not because you're making me bored. I'm just. No, I'm, you're tired. I'm, I'm tired so too. Tired. <laughs> I, but no, but like, so in a way I'm living intentionally. I've, I've kind of checked out of a lot of the other world around me because I so badly missed and felt guilt of that time in my life where I couldn't do that. And I can this well, time. So that really speaks to this energy cycle yeah. piece. So how to find time for yourself. I think that there's also having to understand at certain cycles in your life where time for yourself, like this all goes back to being intentional with your day and your expectations too. Like, I, of course, I would, like, love to have a whole Saturday to just do what I want. And I have the, I could do that. Like, I have the resources to hire help to watch my kids on a Saturday. To I go do, get nachos. We forget that I have a husband who can very well take care of the kids. And often I am just people-pleasing by not, like, asking him to do that. So that's on me. Um, but also sometimes, like, like I did the same thing when I had uh, babies. I did the whole attachment parenting thing. I was with them all the time. We did all the, like just always with me thing. But in that time, you know, that was how, that was time for me too, because I wanted that. So I think that sometimes for me, when I, I think uh, I would really love time for myself, but my, like a whole year, fourth trimester. Yeah. My, (laughs) like a fourth, but then sex. Yeah. Well, I did the same thing with both (laughs) my kids. My creative outlet is the sisters enchanted. So when I'm like, Oh, I could really use some time for myself. Often for me, I have to like balance that though and understand, do I want to go to work because I'm like either wanting to avoid my personal life for some reason, or I'm feeling like hustle grind, or is it because I've got this blossoming creative idea and I want to like work on it because I'm so excited. 
So that is that that part, the blossoming creative idea that is time for myself. If I am trying to go to work because I just want to like work, hustle and avoid people and or like I'm feeling the pressure by society to do something a specific way, that's like that is not intentional finding time for myself. So I think that how you find time for yourself, too, is part of that. Um, the first piece is don't expect other people to give it to you. Yeah. Also, understand your expectations and look at your energy cycles. So number one, don't expect somebody else to give you your time. Number two, be intentional with how you spend your time in the day. Three, understand your energy cycles and your patterns uh, and and like what cycle you're in in life right now also when trying to find time for yourself because that is going to matter when you're trying to carve out time for you. The fourth thing is to declutter your schedule, which has to do with being intentional with how you spend your day. But to find time for yourself, you have to declutter your schedule. (laughs) Like, you just have to. (laughs) And I think that uh, with Anna talking about how her days are just kind of meshing together right now, though, but that's also because her schedule isn't very packed right now. Like, she, so her finding time for herself you know, I, I don't think that even with me, with how much I have going on in life, uh, I don't, I mean, I, maybe I'm not being very self-aware and I always try to be aware of when I'm not being self-aware, but I don't think that it's one of the things that I say, like I can, there's some my go-to complaints. Like I have like my five things I'm going to complain about every day. Like, why isn't this better? You know? And it's just like that, that complaining that one does, but, but having alone time or time to myself, I don't think is one of my typical complaints and I think that's because I keep my schedule pretty as I was saying before with how intentional about how I spend my time I keep my schedule pretty lean and I'm pretty quick to say to clear stuff off too like if my if I have too many classes to teach too many um, commitments that require me to be at a certain place at a certain time I will ask somebody else to do something at this point I didn't used to do this but I think that's why it's not a common complaint for me to really be like, oh, I never have time for myself. Because I do, at the end of the day, if I want to sit down and watch, uh, uh, we, were, we were mentioning that the newest Lucifer episodes are out, like in our last episode. If I want to sit down and watch that, I can. Um, if I want to read a book during the day, I can. If I want to exercise, I can. It's not always how I want it to look. It's not always how I dream of it to look. Like, mm-hmm. I get interrupted. You know, it's not, it's not always my greatest vision of relaxation. But decluttering your schedule is huge yeah if you're trying to find time for yourself get some stuff off your calendar find somebody else to drive your kids to an activity um, carpool take turns order your groceries to be delivered instead of spending that hour walking around the grocery store spend 20 minutes ordering the groceries and then spend that extra 40 minutes it's going to cost you the seven dollar delivery fee and like a tip so 15 bucks is worth Sometime. 40 minutes of your life to get back to do something else. Right. Clearing out your schedule is huge mm-hmm. when you are trying to find time for yourself. And I think that like another important thing is to do a time study of yourself and see where you're actually spending your time. That's scary, actually. I don't want to know. <laughs> when you do it, it's frightening to see like how many, how long you just scroll social media for yes. or like the amount of time you spend sitting in traffic going somewhere or um, for a while my daughter was getting doing um, occupational therapy and that was like a 35 minute drive from our house so what we would do is the whole family would go and uh, my husband would drive 
And so I would work on the way there, the 35 minutes. I don't get car sick, so it worked for me. So I would work on the way there. And then I would get out. I'd wait in the waiting room because the parent had to stay there because of her age. She's just younger. So if they were under a certain age, you had to stay. And I would bring my laptop and I would work for that hour. And then my husband and my son would go to the grocery store right down the street while I was sitting in there. And we just used this. It was like a, you know, two and a half hour time block between the driving, the getting there, getting settled, getting out of there, the time, whatever. And we just like, that was like that two and a half hours though was such a, um, we were so intentional about it. And I built in things into that time by working together to make it happen. But I get so car sick. There is no way. That does not work for Anna. (laughs) I I say that to people. I'm like, well, I just have other people drive and I work in the car. And then I think of Anna who would barf. (laughs) Immediately. Even even thinking about that. Yeah. No. (laughs) But, you know, figure out what works for you. Maybe we could listen to a book on an audible book. I don't know. So number one, don't expect somebody else to give you the time for yourself. Number two, be intentional with your days. Be mm-hmm. super intent. Why, everything you do, ask yourself, why am I doing this? What is, why, why, what's, what's purpose does this serve? Three, understand your energy, your cycles during a day, during a month, and where you are right now in life. Like Anna's in little baby mode. That's just the way that that is, right? Like, um, I will say, like my kids now are four and six. Having my youngest turn four or even three and a half was like night and day to what, you know, was a year ago. So, I find myself in another place. Like I've, I've leveled up in the availability to find things, find space for myself. Um, but understand your energetic cycles. Number four, after really being intentional with your time, understanding your energy patterns, declutter your schedule, wipe stuff off that just doesn't have to happen or be really clever with uh, utilizing, um, swapping with people to drive places. Again, like any delivery services you can do, whatever you can do to carve out space for yourself. Um, however way that looks for you right now, do that. And then number five is the fun one. Quest. Pack a quest pack. Quest, 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 quest. If you're not registered for Expedition to Soul, do I it. don't know why. Expedition to Soul.com. But one of the things we have you do is pack a quest pack. And the reason that we have you do that, and we're like really serious about this. There's a whole other podcast episode. There's a video about it when you register for Expedition to Soul. There's a whole printable in the Facebook group with ideas. About a quest or pack. Or your quest pack. Like don't forget your versions. snacks. You don't forget your snacks. Snacks, <laughs> snacks, snacks. A sandwich and some water. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my gosh. I should be. No, I've talked about this. Yes, packing <laughs> quest pack. I should do it every night before I go to bed because a lot of times I'm home alone. Like I said, I don't get up much because Riker just wants to be, like, loved on all the time. No, you need snacks. I need a basket of a snack, a book. Mm-hmm. Own, our own advice just, i know because i find myself lying down and then i'm either like on my phone do not pass go for not following instructions i know i need a quest pack every night i need Return to pack a quest your pack money to day. the banker i need a quest pack <laughs> yeah pack a quest pack mm-hmm. because i am telling i'm very serious about it i think it is like the key to success in finding time for oneself because there are so many moments where whether it's 10 minutes or 10 hours that we find ourselves hung up in traffic or, okay, well, traffic, maybe you don't want to quest pack while you're in, unless it's like dead stop, the highways closed traffic. Mm-hmm. But use your better judgment, obviously. But like an extra waiting for an appointment or something took longer or like there was just, I don't know, whatever happens. And by the time we get ourselves together enough to find the book we were reading, to look up the recipe we wanted to make, to, I, I did don't know, just finish like, a book. It felt well, nice. Whatever it is that you're doing. <laughs> 
If you have a quest pack with you at all times that has in it, like your favorite tea, you, you find water, you know, in most places that you can use. And if you are in a, um, you know, place in America, you can find hot water typically. Uh, you can, so a tea bag, a journal, a tarot or oracle card deck, if you if you like that, a, crystal, a, a craft project you're working on, knitting, crocheting, drawing, um, a book you're reading. An artistic rendering an of Quilson. Art- <laughs> <laughs> those who listen about animal grazing. I bought um, some nice shiny new pencils the other day with Sarah, and I have started my, oh my artistic gosh. rendering. You make me crazy with this animal crossing. So I'm, I'm gonna, drawing. I, That's yeah, good for me. Yes, it, it is good for you. Yes. I'm being judgy. I'm sorry. But <laughs> pack your quest pack, because having that ready to go, when those moments present themselves... There you go. I never travel without at least one book and something to write with. I always have something to write on, something to write with, and a book. Always. 100% of the time. I travel with a pillow because I have to sleep or I'll get sick. No, I I travel with a book. I travel with um, always one of those things because you find that time appears when you are not expecting it. Right. And if you are not prepared, you will not be able to use it. So quest pack. Quest pack. All right. Don't expect other people to make the time for it to deliver you the time on a silver platter. They're not going to. You're going to have to advocate for it, carve it out for yourself. Two, be really intentional Intentional. with what you do in a day. Start asking yourself, why am I doing this? And does this serve any goals that I have for myself, any visions for my future, anything I'm trying to manifest right now? Three, your energy cycles. Your cycles throughout a day, your seasonal cycles, just in the season of life that you're in understand that and try to do the things that are compatible with your energy right now mm-hmm. or declutter. once you've done those things declutter your calendar like get stuff off of there because i promise you you can find some time somewhere and five pack a quest pack so that you're always ready to go have your Woo! things with you can i say that i really like this microphone right here now um <laughs> peeling this orange i'm really proud of myself on this podcast and my superb backup singing. It's been real stellar, real stellar performance. <laughs> Thank you very much. I like how, like, the mic in front of your face has transformed you into a different person. <laughs> it, like, literally has. Well, we have, we've <laughs> discovered, too, as I think we've said on podcasts as of late, that I am just, I have, I'm just as off kilter as you are. Yeah, I've noticed I've that just been, recently. I think, living in... A space where confidence has been an issue. And sometimes when confidence is an issue, you are afraid to act a fool because you can take yourself too seriously. And I'm really not like that when people like get to know me pretty well. And I think that it's taken all over five years of the Sisters Enchanted for me to be like acting a fool. Acting a fool like as I would normally. I support it. All right, then. Okay, quest pack, act a fool, do all the things. Do it. Find time for yourself. It's there. But those are some steps for you, five steps I to like make it. it happen. I like it too. All right, register at expeditiontosoul.com to join us for the next quest to self that's happening. Woo. We've had tens of thousands of people register for it. It's mm-hmm. good. We don't want you to miss out. So we don't. get in there. And until next time, we, we hope, hope that you have an enchanted rest of your day ahead. Woo. <laughs>